0: You're listening to Nick Luck Daily. This edition is brought to you by FitStairs, by the Racehorse Owners Association and by Thoroughbred Racing Commentary's Global Rankings.
1: Hello, good afternoon, good evening feels late anyway because it's so dark thank you for listening to episode 66 of the saturday edition of the nick luck daily podcast my name's charlotte greenway and it's friday the 23rd of december the eve of christmas eve the main podcast may well have taken a christmas break after yesterday's episode but don't worry the saturday edition is still here to wrap up this week's news and then we'll look ahead to the action coming up next week Last Saturday initially looked like a slow day in Britain with no racing due to freezing temperatures. But the journalist certainly didn't get a day off as Frankie Torre announced that he is going to go on a global farewell tour, beginning Boxing Day in Santa Anita and going through till the 2023 Breeders' Cup, where the 52 year old will hang up his boots. Nick spoke to Frankie on Monday and here's why he feels this is the right
2: time. I've still- Physically feel very good, and I want to finish at the top. I want to finish on a high. I want to finish that I'm still uh, good enough to compete with everyone. And uh, yeah, so it was you know it was a very difficult decision because my heart wants to carry on forever, but my 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 brain tells me look if you're gonna do this properly, uh, you know you know you well, you got to pick one year, and I think next year. Uh, is the right one because, like I said, I still physically feel good, and I can, uh, you know, give it one last good go and and enjoy it and give the public what they want, what they want to see. You know, I want to uh, finish my career when I'm 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 still playing on the field, not uh, being put on the bench. Like you know, for a classic example, Ronaldo last week. You know, uh, so I want to now. Then I still have good horses to ride. And I'm still feel good. I thought, yeah, let's call it the, the day next year. Another
1: retirement announcement last weekend came from Ireland and from Davy Russell. However, in contrast, he announced that his retirement from the saddle would be immediate after scoring aboard Liberty dance at Thurlis on Sunday. Nick caught up with him shortly afterwards and asked if this is something he'd been planning for a little while. Ah uh,
3: well, I <laughs> suppose people were trying to retire me for the last three years uh, when I broke my neck. So, um, um, but literally in the last couple of days, I just uh, was speaking to Gordon and I said that my next one would be my last one, and he was very adamant that I, I that he was involved in it, and um, you know, so he was very kindly, and the owner was very kindly um, gave me free range to all the horses in the yard, and then we had the the snow or the ice and and uh, a lot of tracks were frozen so it took a bit of time it took longer than we thought
0: Was it was it genuinely a case of lifting your right leg out of bed one morning and saying that's it I'm done um uh yeah yeah uh,
3: pretty much pretty much um look look I'm 43 years of age it's not like there's a shock it was never you know I could go on forever and ever um but I just, I just, um, just thought. Look, now it's as good a time as any. I, uh, I want to go when I was riding well. and I'd rather people ask why am I retiring rather than why, why, why is he not retiring? You know.
1: Now we've got a couple more days without racing, and then a blockbuster week of top-class action begins, starting at Kempton on Boxing Day. There's plenty of old stars, new stars and potential stars on show, but of course the main event is the King George VI Chase. It's a race that traditionally was targeted by all the very best staying chasers, and has been won by the likes of Arkle, Wayward Lad, Desert Orchid, One Man, and of course, more recently, Corto Star. We have nine declared for the 2022 renewal, with Brave Man's Game heading the betting, and he'll be looking to give Paul Nichols his 13th win in the race. And along with the favourite, Nichols also runs the young and unexposed Hitman, who'll be trying three miles for the first time. With Harry Cobden siding with the former, Sam Twist and Davis comes in for the ride, having ridden Klander Zobo to victory in 2019 for Hitman's part owners Jed Mason and Alex Ferguson. And Tom Stanley caught up with Sam this week to see how he's feeling ahead of Monday.
4: Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I've seen um, incredibly kind of, of all the owners. Um, to show their faith in me, and hopefully we
5: can have a bit of luck, and um, reward them with the support they've given me. It'd be lovely. So, what what are you expecting from the horse? His profile is, is, is there for kind of everyone to see. He's a young horse. He's a very talented horse. He's up the, even at his young age, he's put out some seriously Im, Im, impressive figures, so I think it's very much a case of um, the three miles is a question, but there's no reason not to say that's going to bring more improvement about him, and everything he's shown so far just shows he's an incredibly talented horse. And you know the thing everyone says is if you're going to get three miles anywhere, it's around Kempton, but is that actually the case? Is it? I mean, it's a test, isn't it? Well, what it
4: is, so it's a very fair test, obviously, there's a lot of jumping, he's a good economical jumper... Been sitting on him this morning, he has a good way of going, he doesn't waste energy, so I think he's got a lot of
5: the right attributes that will really suit King George. Is that the first time you've sat on him at home? It is, yes, but everything went smoothly, jumped well, and um, they obviously do a fantastic
1: job of all the schooling down there anyway, so it was very much a case, just went to get a good feel of him, and thankfully seemed to get on okay. There's just a single Irish challenger in the Boxing Day showpiece, as the once-touted next coming, when with Gordon Elliott, Envoy Allen, now with Henry de Bronhead, makes the trip across the Irish Sea. The highest rated horse on ratings is Lom Presse, who's been well-supported over the last week or so since it became apparent he would take his place in the field for Venetia Williams and Charlie Deutsch. Venetia also runs Royal Pagai in the famous pink and green of Rich and Susanna Ritchie and their racing manager Joe Chambers explain why they made the decision to roll the dice here rather than take up an engagement in the Welsh National or at Weatherby.
6: We just felt you know, while we've no issue running him off top weight as we've demonstrated in the past if that was the right thing to do first time up this season over 3-5 round cheps though when he could go back to what appears to be softening ground at Kempton where he has won uh, and a flatter track and that uh, as a starting point for the season um, prize money considered as well which goes a little deeper than the role of Merrick does uh, that's where we decided to go so we didn't put him in the role of Merrick yesterday and we will take him out of the Welsh National and we will uh, set our sights for Kempton on Monday
0: And of course given the fact Lompressé is running in the race you're going to need to find yourself a jockey have you got one?
6: Well Tom Scudamore won it in before so that would seem a natural um Uh, place to go to if he's available but we kind of decided on Saturday that we'd worry about that come this coming weekend
0: Okay, so very exciting, I know how much Rich and Susanna really enjoy the whole Kempton Boxing Day scene and Faheen was a winner of the Christmas Hurdle there a few years ago, to what extent was that um, informative in the decision?
6: Not at all Um, It was more about the horse and trying to get out this season and you know, get him on the road to um, wherever we want to go with him, which will probably be Haydock again at the end of January for the Peter Marsh and try and win a third one of those in a row. Um, but you know, we lost a bit of time in November with him with a with his wither, which now seems to be under control. And Venetia's happy with him; he's in good form, and we'll go from there.
0: Good news! You're going to have an absolute stack of runners um, over the over the Christmas period. I'll rattle through them quickly. I mean, Lossy Mouth's going to take a lot of beating in the in the juvenile at Leopardstown. I would have thought
6: yeah she's got a penalty to carry there and willie's obviously got blood destiny and I see cougars in there as well so uh if she is still okay and willie's still happy with her closer to the twenty sixth um that would seem a natural next spot for her and um hopefully she can come forward from that she did look pretty exciting and we were excited when we secured her back in at the end of march beginning of april for more toy and uh, she does look to have a turn of foot and i suspect um leopard will have a bit of decent ground so um that might, might suit her as well
0: uh chapeau de soleil was the biggest talking horse in the world before being beaten in in his bumper uh, at fairy house but he, he hung all the way have they ironed that problem out
6: uh, I think so Willie has mentioned plugs and a couple of other things Patrick thought he was going to go straight on when they were supposed to swing from home uh, he's never done that he didn't do it in his point he hasn't done it when he's been away uh, to Thurless or anywhere else uh, so he will have entries in a number of bumpers over Christmas um, I expect him to take up one of those be it the 26th, the 28th uh, or even the winners' race on the twenty ninth, uh, where I suspect you'll get an entry for later today.
0: And welcome back to the stage, Shaqamporsoa, the forgotten horse. Is there is there still enough to be excited about there? Do you think?
6: Well, he doesn't have many miles on the clock, and he he didn't run that bad at Punchestown. I don't think against an ergamine uh, last year, and um, you know he clearly likes Leopardstown and. You know, we're looking forward to getting him going. Look, he's the elder statesman of the two mile chasers. Um, do we want to go out and trip this season? I suspect we'll try it at some point, but you know, we haven't had many runners so far yet this season, and and Willie hasn't either. And just looking at some of the entries uh, that he has made for the twenty sixth and twenty seventh yesterday, there's an awful lot of horses I've never heard of. So we're not <laughs> the only ones in uh, close, in in, in, no. in that camp. Uh, so we have to get him started, and I suspect we need have one or two others in the race. But uh, I'd be quite hopeful that uh, this could probably be his best chance of securing a grade one over two miles, I think, this year, just given who the, the opposition are on both sides of the IRC.
0: Yeah, we spoke to Willie Mullins yesterday about two of your stars, Charger and, and Vauban. He said he's trying to find a, a four-year-old's or 4 5 five-year-old's opportunity with Vauban, and Charger and will go back to, to, to try and win his race. How do you read Charger versus Stateman?
6: I think if he's ever going to turn the tables on Stateman it'll be at Leopardstown uh, at Christmas time he'd seem to blow up um, uh, at Punchestown, and and it was quite pleasing how well he stayed on and I know Patrick was disappointed on the day but kind of a few days later a lot more positive uh, about him and I mean it'd be a hell of an achievement if he was to win five of these in a row Um, and uh, I, I do think Stateman is probably a coming force as well uh, as an animal uh, in the division whether anything's going to get to um, Mr Buckley's animal uh, I don't know but uh, I think if we're ever going to turn the tables it'll be a Christmas I'll be quite hopeful that he'll get closer to Stateman at least around this track on that ground this time of year and having had a run behind him and there's a four year old only hurdle on the 20th We've had many odds-on shots beaten in that, and uh, it's a little bit of a graveyard for for odds-on shots, so um, it doesn't fill me with huge confidence. But you know, he had an awful lot thrown at him last year. Uh, we bought him off the flat where he was on the go as a, uh, very early on in the season, and Willie, you know, took his time with him uh, early on, and but then had to get stuck into him for March uh, for Cheltenham and then on to Punchestown. So. It doesn't bother us at all that he's taking his time with him this season. And uh, as and when he's ready to run him, uh, we're happy to, to to let him make that decision.
1: Due to the cold snap last week, Ascot had to abandon their two-day meeting. However, the Grade 1 long walk hurdle has been saved and rearranged for Boxing Day at Kempton. It's only a field of five, but it looks set to be a fascinating renewal, with Champ looking to back up his win at Newbury last time, Paisley Park looking to turn the tables with Champ, but on a track that's unlikely to suit, Progressive Mayor Miranda, who seems to be better than ever this season, and two enigmatic talents Goshen and Not-So-Sleepy trying three miles for the first time. Not-So-Sleepy was last seen finishing third in the fighting fifth behind Constitution Hill, a couple of lengths off second Epiton, which, considering how hard he pulled throughout, was a decent result. Johnny Burke's sure to have his work cut out aboard Not So Sleepy, and trainer Huey Morrison offered a bit more of an insight into what this horse is like day to day.
7: Well, he, he does try us. You know, he's, um, he's been great entertainment, but he does try us at home, I can assure you, because he doesn't necessarily uh, go where you want him to go, uh, and he doesn't necessarily do what you want him to do, but um, he, he's more human than we are sometimes.
0: It's pretty remarkable. Have you have you ever come come close to a horse like him in terms of uh, of how he still manages to race whilst appearing to expend so much extraneous energy doing all sorts of other bits and pieces?
7: Uh, abs- no, no, absolutely not. Because he does it at home every day. You know, he can't do it anything without on when he's broken into a canter without a huge amount of enthusiasm. So you begin to wonder after about, after nine years what he actually has. What he's saving for himself, or what he has really has under the tank in the tank,
0: <laughs> so he he's he's just he he's almost as though he's sort of got attention deficit disorder or something he's always on, he's always on, he's never off,
7: yeah, he certainly he's certainly um is fully aware of what he's doing, I think he just gets you know he he he's probably more intelligent than one gives him to do, but you know when he's racing, it looks like he's doing a lot more than he is. You know, all the jockeys obviously often say, "No, it's not. It's not nearly as bad uh, as it looks." When he's sort of chucking his head around, I think it's just sort of, sort of bit of fun pretending. You know, he's he's obviously having a bet on himself, having a because uh, everybody else has laid him on the exchanges. I suspect
0: <laughs> <laughs> he he's done all sorts of unorthodox things. How, how many Cesarewitches has he run in and been placed in now? A few.
7: White and I think he was third this year, so uh, always, all, always off to sort of similar rating. So you know that run this year certainly gave us enthusiasm to carry on uh, uh, as long as possible, as long as he wants to do it, really, because he he showed he 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 could do it. this You know, he showed as good as ever this year on the flat, rally.
0: Yeah um so he 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 stays 2 and a quarter miles on the flat or seems to he's got loads and loads of good form over 2 miles o- over hurdles he was a d stakes winner all the way back when he was a 3 year old in i don't know which prime minister was in number 10 then but we must have had about five since then um 3 miles over hurdles now do you do you think that's that's probably what he wants
7: um i think it's more of a let's uh, have a look really no no I, <laughs> I, you know, to be honest, I suspect that you know two and a half miles might be his his trip now. But who knows? You know, Ascot's quite sharp. Um, you know, he is he he's as as we as we discussed, he's very unpredictable.
0: And, and is it is it a case with him that the the rule book just goes out of the window, where you might campaign a horse just gets chucked in the bin, and you just you just sort of take it as it comes.
7: Yeah well I think we we're, we're, we're quite boring in in this country aren't we we decide as uh, trainers owners managers we decide on a trip for a horse and stick to it um if you go to say australia they're running two mile horses over 7 furlongs part part of the season and they're running well over that trip which it's which is a you know in in, in interesting we don't do, you know, we don't do that much of that here. We don't experiment, we're all, you know, the tendency I think trainers are so under pressure to deliver that they're terrified of getting it wrong. So the experimental book goes out the window.
1: Action on Boxing Day in Britain also comes from Weatherby where the feature is the Roland Merrick chase over three miles. The field of 12 features some proper grade one, grade two performers, including Shan Blue, Chantry House, I write and Lost in Translation, albeit they need to rediscover a bit of their old form. Another that falls under that bracket is Grade 1 winning chaser Kalashnikov, who was last seen finishing fourth behind Alaho in the 2021 Ryanair. Trainer Amy Murphy is excited to have her stable star back and gave Tom an update on his well-being. Yeah, no, he's in good form. I mean, obviously, very much a starting
4: point. Um, you know, he's obviously been off the track since the liner, um two years ago. Um, but we've done as much as, you know, we, we, we want to do at home with him. So he's ready to go and get his season underway.
5: Do you know? I looked at his age, and I could, I know he's a rising ten-year-old, but still single figures. I could I, honestly, I couldn't believe it. So <laughs> well, I
4: think because he won his grade one, and so, so, you know, an novice as he is, so I like think everybody thinks something is. You
5: know? <laughs> um, but he's still well. Look, he's still showing you that zest. He must be, otherwise, you you know, you wouldn't be bringing him back. But um, yeah, wh- no, where no, do you feel no, no. you are with him, Amy? Yeah, I mean, you
4: know, um, you know he's he, he's, 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 done, he's done enough work at home, but. Naturally, like any horse having eighteen months off, you know he's gonna he, he, he's gonna come on for his, for, for his first run. But you know he's, he's fit enough for, um, to go and get started. That's for
5: sure. Did you always know that you were you were going to get him back, or were there any hiccups on the way? No, I mean like
4: with you know those tendons, but, you know you're always going out with your fingers crossed every, every night. So um, you know, it, but he's touch wood with. We've had a smooth passage and, and hopefully um, we do so for the next sort of three or four days and, and, and more so afterwards, you know.
5: Yeah, sure. Is it is it take each race as it comes or is there anything you have in mind you're working back from? Yeah, so if you came
4: out of well World, um, we've, we've half an eye on the Winter Million at Lakefield, um, which is third week in January, hmm. um, but obviously, you know... Need to, you know, everything would go, good, need to go smoothly, take in, weather be well, and, and
1: come out well. There's top-class action from Ireland as well over the Christmas period, and the Willy Mullen string appeared to be in fine fettle as of late, operating at a 43% strike rate over the last 14 days. One of his most impressive winners and one of his most important was and Deschamps, who put in an assured round of jumping in the rearranged John Durkin Chase on Monday before effortlessly pulling clear. And here's what Willie made of the Gold Cup favourite's reappearance before discussing his likely runners over the festive period. I thought
8: and Deschamps was just fantastic, way better than i had expected.
0: That's really interesting. You say it was way better than you expected. Uh, what what had you expected? I was hoping not. Well, I suppose you don't expect you. You
8: hope that he gets a clear round, comes back safe, and you hope that if he he can win, and then you hope that he can win impressive. And he he did that yesterday. And plus the fact that he settled in his race. There was a loop in Paul's reins going past the winning post first time round. Uh, when Paul wanted to jump, he jumped. When he wanted to uh, just let him pop, he popped. Uh, he did all the things you'd be hoping that a horse might. I've learned from a year that I was chasing, and then, you know, getting in against Pacquiao, did the, re, the four-time grade one winner, senior grade one winner, and uh, to do what he did against the likes of that, um, you know, a horse like that, I thought was very good.
0: Is he an is he an easy horse to deal with? eats,
8: sleeps, drinks, goes out, no fuss, you don't have to make any special arrangements for him. Adam Condy looks after him, he does a great job. Uh, he gets everything. You know, he, he's, he, he's relatively simple to to deal with. Well, from, from my point of view anyway, Adam never had any problems with him. He never comes back to me with any problems. I think he said to me, he, he mightn't have eaten up once in the whole autumn. We just gave him a few days after that in case there was something brewing. But other than that, he was very, I, I, he hadn't been on my radar at all.
0: Do you see any issue with him staying three and a quarter miles? None. Never have. You know,
8: he won three miles over Harold as a younger horse, so I, uh, you know, I, I can't see any problem with um, three miles over
0: fences. Three and, three and a quarter miles over Pences. Um, listen, I'm not going to keep you, I know you're busy, I just wanted to ask you one question about the... Uh, the Leopardstown meeting and what you might run in that uh, big two-mile hurdle. I'm, I know you have got State Man in there. I realise has won it four thousand times in the past. Is the plan to run both of them at the moment?
8: Both will run there. Ball Banner is still in the um, in the mix for there, so we will find a an easier target. He is only four, and we will find a four-year-old race for him. But um, those who are in in the lineup for that race, yeah.
0: Okay. And is Voband pleasing you a bit more now?
8: He's coming along fine, but you know, he, this time last year he was—he was only coming right. He's—he's he's only four. He's had when the horses are trained before they take a bit of time to get over it. So, and he's just taking his time, and he come. The spring is far enough away. You know, I'm not too worried about him yet
1: as mentioned at the start of the episode the main podcast is on a festive break but we'll return on tuesday morning when nick will be reflecting on the boxing day action and bringing you all the latest news from around the world of horse racing thank you once again for listening have a very happy christmas and what a boxing day we've got to look forward to